but as we know, Facebook often, maybe even usually, doesn't tell the real story. He lost his two sons and uh, in Malta I thought that he's, he's sick, there's something in his mind because it was a shock for him, you know. And I think till now he don't believe that his sons, they are dead. But uh, that's not what I think, you know. So we need to get into where they are now, not only emotionally, but also physically. We found out the Alrosens, they were in a place for refugees in Kirchsarten, a tiny town in the southwest of Germany, about an hour from the Swiss border. So what happened to the Alrosen family and to a family member that they left behind in Libya? We don't have money enough for him. So Yamin work a little bit and he, then he go. And Rafat Hazima, well, he was in a suburb called Bartsbüttel outside of Hamburg in the north of the country. Stay with us as we discover how life unfolded for these two families, the Alrosens and the Hazimas, after they took what's been called the most lethal route in the world. Welcome back. I'm Nuala McGovern. This is a story about surviving the most lethal route in the world. In the first half of this programme, we met the Alrosans and the Hazima families, Syrians I had encountered in Malta in a migrant centre. They had become friends under very difficult circumstances. They had fled Syria, they had made it to Libya, and they were housed together in terrible conditions by traffickers. And that was until they took a boat again together, trying to make it to Europe. But the boat they were on, it capsized. One family, the Alrosans, they survived, but the Hazimas lost their two young sons. One year later, we had tracked them down and wanted to hear how the past 12 months had been. They catch us, yes, we are arrested. Uh, they make a court next day for us and they give us a sentence of seven months. We are shocked. Everyone go outside, everyone, every single one. We are the first family who put us in the prison. He said when he was in Syria, uh, his wife was employed, he was employed, the money was uh, amazing. Um, He said anything that my children asked for, they never heard heard no from them. And he was like, you know, there's witnesses. Everything that he would, you know, get for his children, anything, it it didn't matter what the price was. Um, He said Friday and Saturday were his days basically where he would take his sons to the beach, uh, go fishing, um, live life how it's supposed to be lived he says now it's just it's a completely different story his son's asking for a laptop he goes I have nothing 